uh, are self-inflicted. And once we do that, I think it's going to be a good football team. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, will join us 20 minutes from now. We'll get his thoughts on the NFL week number six. 40 minutes from now, we look ahead. NFL week seven. We'll look at our first thoughts on the games, the spreads we get for week seven. We got one more game, one more week six game that is tonight. It is the Broncos at the Chargers. The voice there, of course, Joe, of Nathaniel Hackett. We get Hackett in primetime again, and we get the Broncos as four-and-a-half-point underdogs in this game against the Chargers here. Um, I mean, I, I just – I go back to something we talked about last week, and you think you said it a few times. How do the Broncos keep up? That That's yeah. the story of the game. Can they keep up in this game? Now, their defense has still been pretty good. The Broncos' defense has – Actually, probably been better than I thought it would be. It's 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 been good so far this year. It's their offense, which is stunk. No running game. Russell Wilson's been bad. That's the game tonight, right? Can the Broncos score enough to make this a game? That that's the whole game tonight. Yeah, I, I and I I think they've been better than good. They've been borderline elite. How good this uh, Broncos defense has been. Uh, they get the extra rest, but yeah, that's that's where we come down to. Okay, the scoring. They have scored 17 or more once in five games, once this season. And it doesn't sound like Russell Wilson's 100% healthy. Now, we haven't, we haven't seen him in a week and a half by the time he's out in the field tonight. So I'm curious how that ends up, uh, ends up looking. But the Chargers should be able to do enough. Divisional matchup, lower scoring game. So I am wondering about the under. A lot of times in these, we've talked about the primetime unders. I'm not saying bet it blindly. but when you have a couple of high-profile quarterbacks, maybe the total is a little bit higher than it should be, and these teams do know each other, even though it's a brand-new quarterback and Russell Wilson in the division. God, the red zone woes. Are we just going to have a game where Denver, it just goes their way, where the red zone just works, and they're three for three, like Atlanta was yesterday? You would think it's going to happen, that there's too much talent on the field, that one of these games, it's all going to come together. But... Like many of these examples that we've been talking about with Green Bay or Tampa Bay, until I see it fixed, what should we assume that it's going to be fixed? Because of the pedigree? I'm not sure that we should at this point. I mean, you look at Russ right now, he's 26 in the NFL in QBR. He's constantly under duress. His offensive line has health issues right now. He's 31st in the NFL in completion percentage below expectation. And then on the other side, you have Herbert, a guy that doesn't turn the football over. He's not in the MVP conversation this year, but he could be. He could have a big game tonight, and then suddenly people are talking about him against the top defense if he throws for four touchdowns. And that and that's possible. Can't, when you're playing the Chargers, I, I don't like taking the Chargers against teams that can run the football. The Broncos aren't one of those teams either. I'm just, what? what's the angle? I saw some people taking the Broncos and, you know, saying, come on, we're going too far on this. Chargers favored by four or five range. This is ridiculous. Well, what matchup does Denver win? That's what I'm trying to come up with. Where are they better on the football field right now? And Aaron, I just, I can't find it because even if you talk up their defense, we're talking about going against that Chargers offense. 
I agree. The only knock that I could really find with the Chargers offense is this Broncos team really likes to dial up the blitz. And Herbert's 100 per um, pro football focus, 108.7 passer rating when not blitz, um, ranks fifth in the NFL. When the opposing defense does blitz, he it drops down to 78.7, which ranks 28th. So I think you're being nitpicky that could be an interesting angle to take a look at now with russell wilson he's banged up there is a prop i was looking at guys russell wilson over 12 and a half rush yards um i found a minus 114 out there there are some 13 and 15 and a half i think but i don't know what it's at at this very moment this was right before the show but chargers are 22nd in rush dvoa last week against the colts he had 22 yards against the number two team in rush DVOA, 29 against the Raiders, 17 rushing yards against the Niners, which are a number one rush DVOA. So I think over 12 and a half um, rushing yards for Russell Wilson is pretty good because I get it. Like he's going to want to be careful because his arm is hurting him, but also there could be some throws that he just can't make. And he, and like you said, the offensive line struggles, he might be running for his life. He could get over 12 and a half with one run. He did it last week because I, I think we talked a little bit about his rushing yards last week. And I think he had an 18-yard run in the first quarter of that game. So he was over. I mean, that's he doesn't run as much as he used to, Aaron, but he still can run, right? Like when he wants to, he could pick up 20 yards like that. So I, Or he I, might I, not I like have a one. choice. <laughs> he might have to. He might not. I, I'm thinking unders tonight. I was looking at some props for this game. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Williams, he was shut down pretty well by Sertain last year. That's a good matchup yeah. for Patrick Sertain or, or a tough one, I should say, for Mike Williams. 68 and a half. I'd probably look at the under on that. Also thinking Herbert's longest throw. I, I hit the over last week on this, but I think the under tonight, 36 and a half. I feel like the Denver defense kind of keeps things in front of them. So those two. And the Broncos team total is 20, 20.5, 20 and a half. Are they getting to 21 Ooh. points tonight, Denver? No. I don't know. I don't think so. If they're getting a what 21 about- points, then I would consider them on the, the spread, right? Because I don't, I don't think the Chargers are in the 30s. So if I think the Broncos are going to score more than 20 and a half, then I think we're getting a closer game. I, I, I'm thinking under 20 and a half for, Den- for Denver. Would you, would you rather bet under on Denver for the game? Yeah. I, I, as I say it out loud, I kind of like that side. I was going to ask that or the first half total, 22 and a half. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a score in my head, like 14-7 yeah. at the half, 14-10 get yeah. put you over, though. 14-10, you're, you're lo- you lost that, right? 22 and a half? Yeah. That that first half total for Chiefs' bills, that had to be like, did it touch 27? 26? Had to be. Yeah, right. I mean, it's – oh, I'm sure it did, right? If the total in the game was 53, yeah. 54, yeah. Uh-huh. 22 and a half. I wish it was 23. Up. I know. Do we think Eckler runs on the Broncos? He's been running well. He's kind of figured it out the last couple of weeks. I think Gertz just suggested that on the Twitch chat um, over Eckler rush yards. What's that number at? I'm seeing 59 and a half on rushing yards. Oh, his rushing well, plus receiving is 101 and a half. I, I would actually go with the receiving. So he didn't do much through the air last week. It was all rushing. We know that 173 yards, but he had four catches on four targets. And one of them was a touchdown. The The receptions number is four and a half. Here are his receptions, four, six, eight, nine. And in the first game, he had four on four targets. 
Man, is he efficient. Six of seven, eight of eight, nine of ten. Receptions might be the way to go. So four and a half is the total receptions. You know, you said he's efficient, Joe. You know what his reception catch percentage is this year? 93. It's 93. When Herbert targets him, it's the most efficient play in the sport. Yeah. He's He's caught 31 of 33 this year. So... If you're having a tough time with that defense at all, they they know that they can dump it off to to Eckler sure. every time. And then if you look at uh, running back receptions that the Broncos have given up, they're they're middle of the pack. So you have a, a top end defense, but they're middle of the pack. So it's not like they completely shut that down. They'll they'll look to do that uh, with Eckler, but you also have to worry about the deep ball too with guys like Mike Williams. So I I would look to do Eckler props in this spot. Yeah, I looked at that too. I don't know. I guess the reason why I passed was just because I saw he had four last weekend against a good uh, Denver defense. It made me a little nervous at four and a half to go over, but I'm sure it'll hit. Like you said, Mm -hmm. six, eight, nine the weeks before. He definitely clears that. Yeah, those were against not not so good, great defenses. Houston, Jacksonville, Kansas City, a couple of them. What happened in that Browns game where he only had four? Well, it was all rushing. I mean, he had 173, okay. so they stuck with that. Okay, makes that sense. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about the total in this game? Forty-five and a half. Feels like an under, but I, I don't have a strong. I opinion. love the side. <laughs> I I'm not as strong on the total because I I am strong on the side, and maybe I'll be wrong about this. Maybe I'll be the idiot. Hey, there there was a team in a divisional matchup that was favored by more than a field goal. You just take the dog. Don't be stupid. But I love the Chargers in the spot as we broke down that matchup. And I think that that was our show pick that we submitted for BetQL, right? Yeah. Each week we do a show mm-hmm. pick. And that, that yes. was the one. We, we thought about New England. Maybe we'll be kicking ourselves later. We thought about New England, but we we landed on LAC tonight. This is uh, w- one of uh, contest picks for myself and Paul. If the Chargers cover, we go to 4-1 and one on the week. So we'd... Be- such a big difference between four and one and three and two. It's like four and one, you feel like you dominated in three and two. It's like, I can't be mad, but damn, man. Why couldn't I get the yeah. four and one? Three and two is good. Four and one is great. I mean, that's that's the difference. Yeah. That, that it, it is a big difference between those two. Yeah, I I think it's a tight number tonight, 45 and a half on this game. I think Denver's mm-hmm. around 17 to 20. I agree with you guys. I think the Chargers are the right side in the game. So let's do, do the math on that. If they cover the number, they have to be at 23 at least, 23 to 26 to cover the number. So what are we at? We're at low 40s, mid to low to mid 40s in the game. I mean, if you told me it's 26, 20, I'm, I don't, I'm not shocked either. That goes right over the 45 and a half. I, I, mm-hmm. I would stay away from the, the total tonight. It, it seems too difficult. I, I don't think there's an edge on either side. You know, this Chargers defense, yeah, you trust this Chargers defense? I know it's more of a uh, fade on Russell Wilson and what they have not been doing, but Chargers D, yes, they get to the quarterback, uh, but 28th in yards per play, 29th in EPA per rush, but we mentioned Broncos can't really run the ball. So I I wonder what the if you have a hobbled Russ and a defense that can't stop the run, are you gonna just gonna try and go next man up? You, your mix of guys that they're bringing in, Boone and Gordon and all those guys, just try to keep running it with them. 
or what? Or, or just put in Russ? Maybe you could have a plan, and it doesn't matter because Russ is going to do what he wants to do anyways. Yeah, it's yeah. a good question. I mean, you mentioned the pressure situation. So obviously no, Bo- no Bosa makes a big difference. But have you seen Russ's yeah. numbers when he's pressured versus not pressured this year? Like when he's not pressured, Russell Wilson's been fine. 63.6 completion, yeah. 8.1 yards per attempt. He's been good, right? Under pressure, 46.3% completion. It, and no Garrett Bowles. Remember, Garrett Bowles got hurt. The left tackle for the yep. Broncos out in that Thursday night game. So you mentioned extra rest, Joe. You're right. The Broncos have the extra rest. But they're also without their left tackle who got hurt in that last game. And how much of an advantage do you have with the extra prep time when Nathaniel Hackett is your head coach and play caller? <laughs> None. <laughs> worse. Yeah. I feel worse about Broncos, it. Right? <laughs> Broncos 0-5 ATS their last five road games. Man, they are not. If they go two and four, oh, Tuesday's, Tuesday morning is going to be ugly for them. Monday night too, but. So Peyton's doing the game, right? He's got his thing? I usually just stick with Joy, Joe and Troy. Okay. I believe I they are, are on gonna, tonight. I think people will go out of their way to see what Peyton has to say about the Broncos and Russell's struggles. Like a guy they've had on the show a bunch of times that they seem to be friendly with. No, there is no Manicast tonight. Oh, oh convenient. Convenient. Next, he doesn't want to be in a bad position to criticize his former team. Their next one is they get, they get Bears-Patriots next week. Gross. Oh, why? Gosh. Why? Why? <laughs> why are they doing Bears-Patriots and not Broncos? Yeah. That's brutal. That's brutal. I don't know. Come on. Terrible decision. Yeah. yeah, they're off this week. So it's just it's just Buck and Aikman tonight for, for this game. I don't um but actually I do want to hear what they have to say about Justin Fields. But that's just for me. So last thing on this game, and we're kind of project I'm projecting a little bit here, but after tonight, if this game plays out the way we all think, are we back to where we started this season, which is the Chargers as the third team in the AFC and the interesting team? Because that was how we started, right? We started there. We started Bills, Chiefs, and Chargers were in that mix. They'd be four and two if they win this game. Are they? I guess. Are you I impressed by are. them? Well, who, all right, who's the third best team in the AFC? Joe, I agree with you off the jump of the show. It's Bills, Chiefs, everybody else. Okay? AFC. Third mm-hmm. best team is? Jets. <laughs> No, I, I get your point. Um, what a ifs. It's an if. But what if Tua was healthy? Yeah. He was so yeah, good Miami. when he was healthy. And then when is he coming back? Next week. You would think. You would think. So are uh, Chargers are better than the Bengals. I think so. Right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Baltimore is You're- Throwing games, playing their way out of that mix. They should be the third best team, but they're not. I I, I refuse to mention a team from the South. That ain't happening. Is it Belichick? You're probably right. Oh, uh, wow. I'll tell you, I trust. I in certain matchups, I trust the Patriots more than the Chargers. But straight up, talent wise, S- Super Bowl ceiling. Chargers are third, but there's there's a big gap between two and three. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks, we're Becky Daily right here on the Becky Network. Brad Spielberger next.